welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1. Interesting. Oh, I feel like laughing for Jesus. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1, it starts, it starts out by saying, let's all read him, let's scream. Just for now. Let's go. Let's read it. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the prophets by the prophets. Romans chapter 1 verse 1. Romans chapter 1 verse 1. Put it on the screen. Just, 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 I want to just, just to check something out of curiosity. Just look at them. Who wrote the book of Romans? Paul. And sometimes when you read Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, you know, sometimes, not all the times, but usually the writers, like most of the time, Paul will be like 1 Timothy chapter 1. First Timothy, out of 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1. You know, sometimes Paul will just start, but then he says, brings greetings. He says, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1. He says, do you see that? Paul. Most of the time, Galatians, that's a Paul. But Hebrew said, God. And very interesting how he says it. Well, what did he say about God? In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, he said, in the beginning, God. So Genesis was just trying to tell us about the beginning. And actually, how can you, can you imagine, how can you describe the way your mother gave birth to you at the hospital? You must be told, because you can't know it. Yeah. How can Moses write the book of Genesis? He wasn't there when God was creating it. God just gave you a clip of himself. God said, you can't see my face. I'll show you my back. And then the glory of God passed by him and God covered him so that he doesn't have to see because no one sees God any. And then he saw his back. But just that glimpse of encounter he had with God was loaded with everything about Genesis and everything. One encounter, just a, a, a second of encounter with God. That's why he says, I have a lot of things to tell you, but you can't take the Holy Spirit. He says that God, who at various times and in various ways, God at various times, not in one way. God at various times, in various ways, spoke to the fathers by the prophets. So the prophets were not speaking one style, one way, different way. Some of them would tie themselves to speak to us. But interestingly, he introduces God as a, a God, a speaking God. All right, before I go a bit into Hebrews, can I, can I tell about, like I was trying to do last week, Hebrews, the meaning of Hebrews? It's simple. Hebrews means a crosser, someone who crosses. So as I told you last week, Abraham was the first Hebrew. Do you remember that? Abraham was, in Genesis chapter 14, verse 13. They call him Abraham the Hebrew. That's the first time someone was called a Hebrew. It has not got to do with his genealogy. Because like the Jews or like Israelites, it's because of who gave birth to them. Where they are coming, who gave that, their father. But Abraham, they said the Hebrew. So what are the, Because Abraham, we understand that he came from the heir of the Chaldean. So he was really among the Chaldeans. So maybe he was a Chaldean. How did he become a Hebrew? So Genesis chapter um, 14 verse 13, it says that then one who had escaped came and told Abraham the Hebrew. Let's all Abraham the Hebrew. Let's all say Abraham the Hebrew. Abraham. So that's the first time we heard in the Bible that someone is Hebrew. 
Abraham the Hebrew. And the book of Hebrews was written to the Hebrews. It's important to understand. So who is a Hebrew? The book of Joshua chapter 24, verse 2 and verse 3. It told us a little bit about Abraham. The Hebrew. He said, Joshua said to all the people, that says the, the Lord God of Israel, your fathers, including Terah. You know Terah? Who is Terah? Abraham's dad, okay. Your fathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham, the father of, the, the, the father of Nahor. So Terah was the father of Abraham and the father of Nahor. Dwelt, mm, dwelt on the other side of the river in old times. And what, what were they doing? Seven other boys. So God had to get a Hebrew to cross from the other side. Come to this side. A Hebrew is someone who has crossed from one side to another side. You have changed locations. (laughs) Someone shout hallelujah. I've changed my position. I used to be this, but I'm no more. I used to be in the world, I'm no more. I used to be under the old covenant. I used to operate like this. I used to save money, but I'm no more. No, I'm a son of God. So, verse, verse 3 of chapter 24 of Joshua, it says that, then, thus, then I took your father Abraham from the other side of the river. See, Abraham the Hebrew. He was taken from the other side of the river, led him through all the land of Canaan and multiplied his descendants and gave him Isaac. So I took him where from where? The other side of the river. That is what made Abraham a Hebrew. Abraham he was a Hebrew because he has come from, he has changed location, crossed the river, crossed the river and came to the other side. So when you read the book of Hebrews, it's mainly, it focuses mainly on differentiating the Old Testament and the New Testament. As I said last week, that the one predominant and, or one dominant word in the book of Hebrews, or you can actually summarize the Hebrews, the book of Hebrews with one word, better. 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 I mean, better is a relative terminology or relative word. You can't say better unless you are comparing two things. This hairstyle is better than that one. This seat is better than that seat. This house you live in is better than that house. So better is a relative word, a word that compares. In the book of Hebrews, the overacting word or dominant word in the book of Hebrews is better. So that means the book of Hebrews is, 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 is given to the Hebrews to let them know they are into something better than where they used to be. Amen. <laughs> Tell someone life is better now in Christ. Life is better now in Christ. Yeah. Is that one getting it? Yes. I, 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 the Bible is loaded with a lot of insights, significance, and power. I'm just trying to manage. That's why I'm taking my time. I've got so much to say. I have to manage it so that it can be sweet and easily assimilatable and just grasp it. It says that that you'll be able to grasp 
comprehend. The word comprehend is to be able to grasp. <laughs> Paul, Paul said that there's one thing I do. Forgetting about the past. The things that lie behind me. And then Philippians chapter 3. He says, and I press on towards the mark. And then I think Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. He says that um, to be able to lay hold that for which have been apprehended by Christ. So to be able to lay hold, to be able to grasp. Ephesians chapter 3 verse, verse 17 and 18 somewhere there. It says that, that Christ will dwell in your heart by faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love. Watch verse 18. You'll be able, verse 18, may be able to comprehend. That word comprehend means to grasp. Catch get your heart and your head around. You'll be able to at least lay hold, comprehend. All the other things, the width, the length, and the breadth, and you'll be able to comprehend, grasp. So that's what I'm trying to do, trying to break it down so that someone can grasp. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, who is the first Hebrew? Who is the first Hebrew? Let's check our relationship with Abraham from text of scripture. Romans chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. If we find out the relationship I have with Abraham, then I can know where I stand so long as God's description of Abraham is concerned, Abraham and his descendants. He said that, and he received, talking about Abraham, he he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of faith, of the faith which Abraham, which he, Abraham had, while still uncircumcised, that, uh -uh, that he might be the father of all those who believe? If the Abraham is the father of every, if Abraham is the father of every believer, and Abraham is a Hebrew, therefore every believer. <laughs> I thought you clap for Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So, if you are a believer, you are a seed of Abraham, and if you are a seed of Abraham, and your father is a Hebrew then it stands to imply that you are a Hebrew. So the book of Hebrews was written to who? You and I, those of us who have changed positions. <laughs> um, when, when, when you do your naturalization, after all the ceremony, they give you something. What is it? A certificate. Certificate. When you become born again, God gives you something. The book of Hebrews. <laughs> because now you have gone through your naturalization process. Now you have naturalized as a Hebrew. So they give you the <laughs> Praise the Lord. I love. So look at, look at. When God was wanted to deliver Israel from Egypt, in Exodus chapter 9, when he was sending Moses to Egypt, Exodus chapter 9, verse, um, let's just look at verse 1. When he sent Moses to Egypt, to Pharaoh. Exodus chapter 9, verse 1. He said, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh and tell him. That says that. I like this one. I like this. Did you see that? Yes. That says what? The Lord God of the Hebrews. The Lord God of the Hebrews. Wow. He calls himself, I am the God of the Hebrews. That saith the Lord God of the Hebrews. Hey, let my people go that they may serve me. So Hebrews are called to serve God. Yeah. 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 
So I don't understand why you say you are born again, but you find going to church and serving in a department a very big work, big, big problem for you. Because Hebrews actually uh, said, let them go so they might set me. Hebrews are, Abraham was on the, at the other side where they were serving gods, other gods, and he called him to cross over to come and serve me. Why is it that you are a Hebrew and any little thing you do in church, you want an applause? You are called to serve. We should be clapping for you for breathing. Every time you have to clap for your heart. Ah, heart, circulating blood. Hey, my heart, you have done well. No, that's what your heart is meant to be doing. Hebrew, you are meant to be a worshiper, a servant. Serve. Is someone getting what I'm saying? Tell someone, listen, I'm I'm a a Hebrew. (laughs) Tell the person, we are Hebrews. And the book of Hebrews was directly addressed to us, the Hebrews. Is the book of and see how he starts it? He said, God. So let's find out what God has got to tell us in the book of Hebrews. Yes. The opening word in the book of Hebrews, the book addressed to the Hebrews is God. And what did he say about God? God has always been speaking in the times past. Even before he became a Hebrew, he was speaking. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets. In this chapter 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without without form and void. And darkness was on the, the, uh, and darkness was all over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Mm, I like the verse 3. What do we know about God? What do you know about God? Then God said. So Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1. It says God who in various times have been speaking. As soon as he showed up on the scene he started speaking. God is a speaking God. (laughs) Hallelujah. He spoke. At sundry times. So in the in Genesis, God spoke. He created everything by speaking. Now, when people speak, you get to know people when they speak. That's why when you are applying for a job, they ask you to write some things about yourself. It's called CV. It's a way of you communicating, speaking. Telling them they, they are knowing you. And then they, they, some, as those that was done, doesn't matter how loaded your CV is. Someone needs to sit down with you. Yeah. And just speak with you. Talk to you. He said, talk to me. Talk. So your CV is so powerful. This one CV is not that powerful. But after talking to you, even though this one CV is not powerful, I think I prefer this one. Because when you speak, you reveal who you are. God revealed himself and has always been revealing himself by speaking. So God said, we saw him on the scene. The first thing we saw God do, speak. And from that time, he's always been speaking. <laughs> and you know he's now speaking. I have to take you to Revelations. <laughs> the apocalypse. The apocalypto. The book of revealing. Something has always been there, but just uncover it. It's called the book of Revelations. God, who in times past spoke. And you know God spoke to Abraham? Read the Bible. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. And God said to Abraham. 
Genesis chapter 11, towards the end, God said to Abraham, God spoke. But before he actually spoke to Abraham, our father, the original Hebrew, Abraham was not the first person he spoke to. Before he spoke to Abraham, he had spoken to Noah. Before he spoke to Noah, he had spoken to Enoch. And he spoke to Adam and Eve. Speaking from the beginning. He's been speaking. 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 Then he called Abraham. He spoke to Abraham. How does God reveal himself? By his speaking. By his speaking. So when you look at the Old Testament, it's a, it's a history that reveals a mystery. History. At least, you look, it's full of speaking. So, watch this. Watch, 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 watch. After Abraham, he kept talking. And then he showed some of the scene. He called Moses. He, he spoke through burning bush. God spoke through burning Because he said, God who speaks. He spoke to the burning bush. Moses said, who are you? He said, I'm the God of your fathers. He spoke to the burning Then afterwards, he instituted the prophets. He began to, he spoke to priests, prophets, and kings. God has always been speaking. Then he, he used, now he, he spoke mainly through different ways through the prophets. So the prophets, as it were, mouthpiece of God. Is it an interesting, sir? Is it an interesting, Hosea? He says that God, by a prophet, God brought out Israel from Egypt, they were in captivity. You don't negotiate with Pharaoh. You punish Pharaoh. You fight him. Bible said he brought them out with an outstretched arm. That's the fighting aspect of God. He said, for God will fight for you, you shall hold your peace. He said, this Egyptian you see today, you see the, you know, why? for God will fight for you. So he didn't go negotiating. You don't negotiate with Pharaoh. You demonstrate power. Moses, when he went the first thing, he had to throw his rod down to begin to start the, the display of power. Say power. power. When God speaks, when God speaks, three things that his word brings to us, light, life, and power. I'll get into that sometime later. Just, 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 just to make you aware as, as we go. So, so, God is a speaking God. He spoke in times past. He spoke to our father Abraham. Before he spoke to Abraham, he spoke to Noah. He spoke, he's been speaking, and from that time he's been speaking through the prophets. But you know what? He said, I've been speaking through the prophet. But now I want to go and speak myself in person. When he comes to the Hebrews, he said, Let me speak to them in person. Hebrews chapter one. Someone getting something. Hebrews chapter one. I like this thing. Verse 1, God, who at various times in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2. Let's all read from verse 2 from your own Bible. All right. Are you ready? Yes. It doesn't matter your version. Any version at all will do. Whatever. That's your Bible. Let's go together. Let's read. Has in these last days spoken to us by his son, who he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. Hallelujah. He says that, now we can follow the screen. God, who in times past, in various times, in various ways, who spoke to them, times past, to the fathers by the prophets, verse 2 says that, has, in these last days, spoken to us by his son. Say, by his son. By his son. Say, by his son. By his son. So today, my title, the title of my message is, The Speaking God. And God now, because the Hebrews have come 
into play, he's speaking to us, the modern day Hebrews, by his time. What, Pastor, what have, what, what have you got to say about him speaking? Oh, I've got a lot to say, say about the son. Because he was speaking through the prophets. The prophets are different from the son. May I submit to you that when he says he's speaking to us by his son, he's talking about he, speak, he has spoken to himself physically because the son is God. But okay, why did he say he has spoken to us? He himself came down. Because look, just to establish the fact that the son is God, look at verse 8. Look at verse 8. Verse 8 of Hebrews chapter 1. But to the son. But to who? The son. To who? The son. Now, if you, if you follow the, the text, okay, the, the construction of the text, you will know that this is talking about God. He spoke, he made, he, he spoke about the angels. He said things to others. But when he, okay, look at verse 7, just to make sense of what I'm saying. Look at verse 7, put it on the screen. And of the angels, he says, that's talking about God. Who makes his angels spirits and his ministering flaming angels. So this is what God has said about his angels, that he makes his angels. All right. But then he said, but to the son, to the son, he says, your throne, oh God. Hey, your throne, what? Oh God. You can't compare angels to Christ. So Hebrews starts with comparisons. In the past, he was speaking to the, by the prophet. But now he's speaking by the son. And he said, who are angels? Angels are ministering spirits. God, this is what God has. But when he came to the son, he said, your throne, oh God. So he puts his comparison. I'm going to, when we go for it, I'm going to show you how he compares him to angels. He compares him to Moses. He compares him to the priest. He compares Jesus' priesthood to the priesthood of the old. He compares Jesus' sacrifices to the sacrifices of the, of the sheep and goat. And all these things, he compares Jesus' priestly ministry now to the ministry of the Old Testament in, and compares Jesus' ministry as the ministry that has gone into the heavenly tabernacle, heavenly sanctuary, which is different from the ministry of the old, which was just tabernacle made by hands and you find out everything Jesus did is better. Wow. Oh, just, 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 just to go ahead of myself a little bit in, Robert, in Hebrews chapter 8, Hebrews chapter 8 verse 6 and verse 7, look at the way he puts it on the screen. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 6 and 7, okay let's read from verse 5 just, just, just to, to get some clarification. Who's, who, who, who is he talking about the Old Testament? Okay. Who served a copy of the shadow of the heavenly things? Now, so whatever they were having, it was a shadow of the heavenly things. Now, Hebrews have been called to leave the earthly things to come focus on the heavenly things. Shadow of the heavenly things. As Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle, for he said, see that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. So what was made on, on earth was a pattern of actually what was the original copy in heaven. And the orig- original in heaven is what Christ has entered and is, oh, hey! Hebrews chapter 6. I like that one. I haven't finished chapter 8, but I feel like we go to chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. He said, not be slothful, but be followers of those who do business. 
obtain the inherit the promise. Verse 13. Are you sure you are ready for this? Are you sure? Are you sure you are ready for this? Listen, are you sure that, that you do not become sluggish? Verse 13. Look at this. This is serious. For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he, mm, when you are making a promise, when you are making a vow, you need to swear by something greater. When you are going to get a loan of 100 pounds, or you are going to get a loan of 1,000 pounds, you need something to guarantee the thing must be worth much more than the loan you are taking. Yes, that's that. You are, you are swearing. It must be better than what you are giving. Because if I'm loaning you 100,000 pounds, and you are, you are using your house, which is 50,000 pounds, as collateral, I won't take it. But if you bring your house, which is 250,000 pounds, as collateral, I said, that's fine, you can take the 100,000. So when, when God was coming to make a covenant, when he was coming to swear, you have to swear by someone greater. But there's no greater than God. So Bible said, when he made a promise to Abraham, because there's no one greater for him to swear, he swore by himself. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. He swore by himself. And he said, by myself. Hebrews chapter 6, he said, but when God made a promise to him, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself. Because there's no one greater. He, look at verse 14. This thing is messing me up. Saying, saying, surely, blessed, I will bless you. And multiply, I will multiply you. Go to the next verse. I'm going somewhere. I'm going to somewhere. <laughs> and so, after he Abraham patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Verse 16, quickly, follow me. For men in dreams swear by greater, okay, by the greater. And an oath for a confirmation is for them an end of all disputes. I'll explain what this means. Say oath for confirmation. If you swear an oath or someone is giving you a contract and you sign, there's no argument. I've accepted it. So, it's... Oath for, confi- oath for confirmation. So long as men, human beings are concerned, once there is an oath for confirmation, there's an end of all disputes. He has accepted it. That's why they say, okay, sign. Once you sign, I've accepted it. All right. So, so an oath for confirmation. And the Bible says, that God, watch this. God also willing. Hey, verse, verse 17. Look at it. This is deep, man. That's, that's God determined to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise, the Hebrews. The immutability of his counsel. So he wants you to know that the plan, his plans for you can't change. Watch this. He said, "Ah, you you won't, okay. Ah, ah, Listen, I know human, in human terms, you understand oaths. That's what you, so okay, for you to know that what I'm saying, I mean it and it doesn't change. Ah, Okay, me too, I'm going to swear an oath for you. That's why he did it. So that, by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. What are the two immutable things? When he promised you, he won't, he won't lie. But then, an oath too, he won't change his mind. So, by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. Yeah. What's the two immutable things? His promise and his swearing on the oath. When I say his swearing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we might lay hold. Oh, we might have strong cousins who have fled to refuge to lay hold of the hope that is set before. There's a hope set ahead of us. Yeah. Which hope is an anchor to the soul? Yeah. Hmm? This hope we have as an anchor to the soul, both steadfast and sure, and enter, that's where I'm going, and enters into the, enters the presence behind the veil. And what did he say about the veil? Jesus, our forerunner. Whew, look at that. Where, where the forerunner has entered for us, Jesus is our forerunner. Who is a forerunner? Someone who runs before. <laughs> so our forerunner, Jesus, has entered, he has entered the veil, having, having become a high priest according to the 
And this order of Melchizedek, the Melchizedekian high priest is better than Aaronic high priest. You find out. Hebrews is amazing. So now, why did I bring this in? That there's this heavenly, heavenly veil Jesus has entered and we, sit, we are seated there with him. He's a forerunner. That's why he said that, he says, he said, let not your heart be troubled. John chapter 14. Believe in me, believe in my father. Verse 2. He says that, for in my father's house, there are many men. If it wasn't so, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have told you. He said, for I go to prepare a place. When I finish, I'll, I, and where I am, there you will be also. So guess what? We are here, but we are with him. <laughs> so before you became a Hebrew, a place has been reserved for you. Someone shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So can we, let, me, let, me, let me run this thing. I, I talk about it just to show you that it's better, better. Say better, better, better. Say better, 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 better. Say better, 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 better. But no, look at verse 7. Hebrews chapter, chapter 8, verse 6. It says that, but now he has obtained a more excellent, talking about Jesus, that he is Jesus. He has obtained a more excellent ministry in as much as he is also a mediator of a better covenant. Which was established on what? <laughs> better covenant with better promises. That's what we have coming. Look at verse 7. <laughs> verse 7. For if the first covenant had been faultless, then there would not know that then no place would have been sought for the second. So if your previous state was okay, they wouldn't have asked you to change locations. Hebrew sister, Hebrew brother. We are in a better state. We are in a better relationship, better state with the son himself speaking. Now, as I was saying, Jesus Christ, the Bible says that God has spoken us, spoken to us by his son. And we all can establish from uh, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8 that the son is God. Because God said to the son, your throne, oh God. So the son is God. So when he says he has now spoken to us by his son, what he's saying that he's spoken to us by himself. He himself has come and he's speaking to us. Okay, but why do you say that God himself? Because God came as the son. He couldn't have come as the, the glorious God. God. No one can see him and live. The son, when he came, people were being attracted to him. But if God himself came, we all run away. Even though he is God, he didn't come as the father. He came as the son because the, the son we can relate with the son. But the father, we fear him. <laughs> he spoke once. They begged Moses, please, we don't want to hear his voice again. Don't let him, Moses, go, go, let him speak to you and come and tell us. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18, 17, 18, 19. It talks about, we have come to a mountain. Not a mountain that quakes, okay? For, 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 for you know that afterwards, verse 18, you have not come to, for you have not come to the mountain that may be touched and that burns with fire. And with blackness and darkness and tempest. Look at verse 19. And the sound of the trumpet and the voice of the word. So that those who heard it begged that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. They begged. Moses, please. We can't take this. You see, you see Hebrews. This is why. Hebrews. Hebrews is comparing this mountain we have come to. To the mountains they came, the mountain they came to. And the mountain they came to, when God himself tried to speak to them, they begged, please, please, Moses, no way. So God had to be speaking through prophets because the people can't take it. But now, he has come to speak to us in the sun. (laughs) Shout better. Shout better. So when God is speaking through the sun, he's speaking by himself. When 
the son speaks, listen to this. This is a serious one. That I had to go to this before because today have made me happy. I can't rest if I don't say this one. This is very deep, sir. This is very deep. Now, what I'm about to say is very deep. Say it, say it, say it. Say it. The son, when God speaks to us, he speaks in the son. When the son speaks, when Jesus came, he was the word of God. The word became flesh. He was the word of God. Not just the words he said, but even his actions were the speaking of God. Revealing God to us. So in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, he said, for he is the immediate expression of the father. When you see him, you have seen the father. Everything, he is actually, so his, God reveals himself by his speaking. No wonder the son is the word of God. So when he came, he came revealing the father to us. So when he saw him, in fact, in John chapter 6 verse 63, he says, these words that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. He said, the letter kill it. And the spirit gives us. So this words that I speak to you. He said, uh, 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 the spirit gives, is who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. This, the words that I speak to you, Jesus said, they are spirit and they are life. So watch this, watch this. When Jesus, when the son speaks, watch this. When the son speaks, God has spoken. Yeah. Or when, there's, when God speaks, he speaks in the son. And when the son speaks, is the same as the spirit has spoken. I'll explain it. When he speaks as the son, the Bible says that this is what the spirit is saying. I know you didn't get it, but you get it. Um, in Revelation, I told you I wanted to go to Revelations. Can I go there? In Revelation chapter um, 2, I saw something that got my attention. Huh? Verse 1. Revelation chapter 2 verse 1, or chapter 3 verse 1. But let's take chapter 2 verse 1. We'll read verse 1. Or we can choose to read verse 8. Or maybe verse 13. But, but let's go to verse 1. Verse 1. Give us verse 1. Ah. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, This thing says who? He who holds the seven stars of his, uh, uh, seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden. This is talking about Jesus Christ. Say he. Or who is speaking? Jesus. All right. Go to the next verse 2. What did he start saying? I know your ways. I said, what did he say? He that has an ear, let him. What who is saying? When he started speaking, he was speaking as the son. Then he says that this is what the spirit is saying. When the son speaks, the spirit is, he speaks as the spirit. Look at chapter, verse 8. Another one. And to the angel of the churches, the, the church in Smyrna. Okay. Right. These things says the first and the last. Who, who was dead? And came to life. Who is this talking about? Jesus Christ. And he said this. He told him what to say. And then I think the verse 11. Look at verse 11. Verse 11. When he finished saying. He said. He who has an ear. Let him hear what the spirit says. So when he begins to speak. He is speaking as the son. But when he speaks. He speaks as the spirit. But I found out something very interesting. He said. He said speaking. God always is speaking. And then revelations. But can I, can I throw your attention to something anyway? He said, he that has an ear, let verse 11 of chapter 1, it's all that. When, we go, when you get that, we're ready. Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3. talks about seven churches God spoke to. All right. So, and then when you finish, he said, he has an ear, hear what the Spirit is saying. He said, this is what I'm saying. And he has, let's hear what the Spirit is saying. Watch, look at the verse, 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 verse 7 again. Quickly put the verse 7 on the screen. He has an ear, let him, he has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Where? To where? To where? Very important. He's been speaking to the churches. He speaks in the church. That's why if you don't go to church, you are really disturbing your future. The Spirit speaks to the churches. Speaks within the churches. The Son speaks in the church. To the church. 
But that's another one for um, assimilation later. But then, in Revelation chapter 22, verse 17, so when God speaks, is when God speaks, he speaks in the Son. When the Son speaks, the Spirit speaks. And the Spirit speaks to the churches and keeps speaking to the churches and speaks to the churches. And when the church, keeps, because when God speaks, he releases himself. The more you hear God, the more he, put, he comes into you. So God, when God speaks, he releases himself. So the more you are listening to God, the more he's feeling himself with you. And so he speaks to the churches, keeps speaking to the churches. And in Revelation chapter 22, verse 17, what does it say? It says that the spirit and the bride say, now the spirit and the church are talking together. It gets to a time when the spirit speaks together with the church. Because the church has, here, has received the spirit, the speaking so much that the church and the spirit the church and the spirit now speak one voice. Speak. The church become, yes, we are just a glorious church filled with God. The spirit and the church says. So now let's summarize what I've been saying so far. All I've been saying is that God has been speaking in, the, in times past he was speaking through prophet, but in these days he's speaking to, to us, Hebrews, by his son. And when the son speaks, the spirit has spoken. And when, this, when we, we expose ourselves to the speaking of God, guess what? We expose ourselves to the life of God. We expose ourselves to the light of God. We expose ourselves to the power of God. If you want more power, get the speaking of God. Go to the sun. Go to the word. If you want more light, go to the word. If you want more life, go to the word. This is the opening statement. The opening information to the Hebrews. So if you are a Hebrew, all I want you to know, or all was what daddy, baba, daddy God, (laughs) wants us to know that he's a speaking God and he's constantly speaking. Speaking. And when he speaks, he releases himself into us. And so please bend your ears, open your heart, and let the spirit speak. And as the spirit speaks to you, your life gets better. Your light, your life gets lightier. Your get your life gets flooded and filled with the light. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church? And subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.